Hello friends, how are you? How are you getting on? My name is Colm and this is the Sober Mess podcast and you're very welcome. Today I'm joined by an absolute legend. I'm joined by a person who's a creative goddess, one of my biggest uh, inspirations on Instagram, someone that's a singer, songwriter, a globetrotter and just a master in manifesting positive vibes. Um, and I actually met this person by chance when I was backpacking in Bali in a in a hostel called uh, in a hostel in Ubud, um, a WW hostel in Ubud. And just by chance, we just started talking, and just the enlightenment coming out of this person was incredible. Um, so I'm absolutely over the moon to introduce Dina to the podcast today. Dina, how are you? Oh, I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me, Colm. How are you? I'm good today. I'm good. As as we were talking about, you know, just getting in the getting in the Irish Sea in December. <laughs> it's only for the brave, but it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the work is hot, hard, but the but the wages are good. It's good mm. for the soul. Feeds so the soul. Good. Yes, I need some of that. <laughs> yeah. So how how are you? I'm good. You know, I I would say that I I'm particularly amazed at this time that we're living in and feeling how like collectively um, the world is shifting us and making us more aware and how individually in my own personal life, I'm finding like my spirit is calling for parts of me that were sleeping in the shadow side, awakening. And sometimes it's last night, particularly, I was like, wow, like I am definitely feeling my feelings. And so I've been in a conversation with the universe about like how, what is a good way to feel (laughs) and to trust that process. And uh, it always brings me back to music. It always brings me back to like poetry and just putting pen to paper and, and putting words to songs that I'll probably never share, but they are so deep and so, so sweet that, so I'm, I'm pretty much just deep in the music world and making sure that I find a creative outlet so I don't get stuck. You know, sometimes we get stuck. Yeah, so you're kind of like just expressing that through um, creativity, you know, writing songs, mm-hmm. singing songs and yeah, that, that's beautiful. And like, what is it for you to be, to be awoke or to be awakened? Like, what does that mean to you? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me, it means awareness. It means like not taking for granted this life and not believing in what this materialistic 3D world is presenting. It means like going a little bit deeper and being curious enough to go even deeper than that once you get that deep and then you go deeper than that and find out what, what, what you know like asking questions i think points to wokeness you know like because you're not just like oh this is how it is and this is what it is and i know i know i know it's it's like actually i really don't know but i'm really curious and i want to find out yeah i love that yeah and it's like it is that but that if you think like what is philosophy and a philosophy is just asking questions like you know Mm -hmm. and just saying, look, what what is it all about? Like you you get all the nice clothes and you get all the likes and feet mm-hmm. on on Instagram and you know you, and then you're kind of just sitting there left with yourself and then you're just kind of saying, right now what? Because mm-hmm. I just assumed if I got all these things, if I ticked all these boxes, then I'd feel complete and satisfied and fulfilled. But yeah, I still don't. And that that was a massive question for me. And that kind of 
that kind of catapulted me in my journey for, for, for awareness. Like, was that I, I, I thought I was doing what society wanted me to do, but I still didn't feel satisfied in the mm-hmm. materialistic realm. You know, I was still left wanting and being like, I still don't feel like that void in me is filled with like all these superficial things and it has to be more to life than that like you know and and like you that that sent me on a journey just traveling and and connecting with others other kind of connected people like yourself and being able to have these kind of conversations you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's so incredible how fed we are um what success looks like and what happiness will look like and and me being a singer songwriter i'm I feel like it's embedded in artists. We're like, oh, we just want to make it. We just want to like have that celebrity life. We want to have those houses. And then I, I am fortunate to know some people who are deep in the industry and they are not like even tickled by their um, success. It really is from their place of knowing who they are. They show who they are and then the universe moves. But when you have success without knowing who you are, it's a, it's a, it's, I don't want to say it's a waste, but I kind of want to say it's a waste because you're not, you're not deep in your, your core. you you have the same problems as if you were poor, you know? Yeah. So it's, 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 it's a gift to be yeah. able to be woke, quote unquote, um, on this yeah. journey rather than sleeping. Mm. <laughs> and I suppose like like everyone has like different values and different successes, like you know what I mean? That um mm-hmm. everyone's on a different path and a different journey. Like some people's success is probably money, some people's success is kind of like a black belt in jiu-jitsu, or other mm-hmm. people's success could be running a marathon or fitness goals. Like you wouldn't measure a, a goldfish's success in climbing a tree, like you know what I mean? So yeah. I think everyone's just on different paths for success. And I suppose my success for me is I suppose peace of mind at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm able to sleep at night with kind of just feeling peace and feeling inner fulfillment, like you know what I mean? And I suppose because that is my success today, is because for a long time when I was on a different path and a different journey, you know, through through addiction and that that I, I didn't have that and I tr- and I thought through addiction or through materialism or through whatever else I could find in the distance to fill that void, that would make me feel that give me peace of mind it gave me this artificial feeling of peace of mind like it, it and but then the consequences what was the hangover the next day or the fear mm-hmm. and the anxiety and the bad mental health you know and that mm-hmm. um that was the consequences but i kept going back because i thought that was my only kind of portal to peace of mind but mm-hmm. now you know i'm a couple i'm a good few years on a, on a new path and i have that like natural peace of mind you know and for me it, uh, what it, for me success is measured by um your values like what do you what do you value the most in life like mm, yeah and i i totally agree with that i feel so much resonance with that and i also i've been kind of redefining success for myself and and i've come to like how deep i can breathe in the day like mm. how deeply am i breathing you know am i resting in this moment how how well do I feel right now? Am I stressing or feeling panicky? Like, what, I need to do this, I need to do that. Or am I like walking down the road and I'm feeling like, wow, like I'm alive right now. I have succeeded, you know? Um, and and it's, it sounds really small and little, but I, the deeper the breath 
in my day, the more I feel my nervous system coming together and, and resting in that. And then I do sleep so well, sleep so deep and, and I know that I've had a good day. So I love that. So just literally from deep breaths, you know, remembering to breathe. And I, I think we underestimate the power of breathing. As you said, it's the nervous system, you know, and mm-hmm. sometimes, um, you know, if you feel anxiety or even panic t- attacks coming on, that a lot of times just a change of the pattern of our breathing, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I remember this one of the best advice I ever got. Like, I remember years ago, I used to suffer with anxiety. And the advice that I got is if you soap, sip on water when you're feeling mm. anxious, it's a, it's a good relief because your brain can't focus on two things at once. And when you start to drink water, it kind of it kind of regulates your breathing, like, you know, and it, and, and it can help with like panic attacks. But I find as well, like for me getting in the cold sea, when I jump in the sea or cold <sighs> water, that I'm, just, I'm forced to take this massive deep breath into my lungs and my rib cage expands, my belly expands, you know, and I'm just inf- like inflating with air and just the calmness I feel just from taking that deep breath, you know what I mean? It's so, it's so soothing, like, but yeah, and I think the gas thing is a lot of the time with well-being because our kind of tools for well-being are seen as so simple, like mm-hmm. deep breaths, and you know, sleeping well, eating re- well, gratitude, yes. and meditation. These really simple because they're so simple that overlooked. Where people are looking for like the extreme holistic approach, or maybe I need to pay thousands to go to the Thailand to go on this wellness retreat mm-hmm. for two weeks. But then it was like, why don't you just try breathing and sleeping good at night and, and mm-hmm. practicing gratitude and journaling and you know meditation and like little simple. Oh no, wait, no, that's way too. I'm too, too advanced for that simple stuff. You know, I need to. <laughs> the level 10 fucking extreme thing like you know rather than just bring it back to basics and that's what really saved my life was the basic fundamental well-being tools that i can pick up i i, I can pick up every day mm-hmm. yeah i i mean i will say i did live at a monastery for three years <laughs> so i i i do recommend any way that you can be introduced to wellness, okay. like do it, you know? I Luckily this place was in California and it wasn't that expensive. It's not like Thailand where, you know, some people trap you for like $2,000 and they're like, oh, you're gonna be enlightened at the end of this. But, you know, I, being introduced to it in any how, any way, the universe, you listening to this podcast, this is your introduction to your wellness, like your invitation to be your deep and sweet and soothing and tender and fierce and most present self, you know? So I will say both, you know, simple and also like, we need the support of the Sangha. We need the support of people who are also doing this. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. And like, like myself, the only, the only reason I, I say them things because I've done all them extreme things, you know, I, I've mm-hmm. been to Thailand, I, I worked in a Buddha retreat uh, centre in, in Cork, in West Cork, you know, trying to find that connection and it all came down to them simple things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, you know, and, and to find your own personal conception of what your higher power is, like, you know what I mean? Whatever it could be, like, you know, and it's just, it's not about how you, it's not about what you believe, it's how you believe, like, mm-hmm. you know? Like, what yeah. are you doing to get that uh, inner connection, like, you know? Yeah, and I, well, I would, I, I, I so, so believe in resonating and being our highest selves. And I think something that 
isn't often said is that it's really hard. It can be really challenging to face ourselves, to really be awake, to really ask questions, to be curious about, okay, why did I just lie in that moment? Or why do I feel anxious right now? And it's like, it comes back to your four year old who spoke with your father and your dad raised his voice a little or what, whatever it was, it's, it can be challenging. And so I think when we're on this path, it seems so peaceful. You see people in the yogic postures and they look so at peace and okay, meditation, I'm sitting here. Why are my thoughts going? I think that was my first introduction at the monastery. I was like, okay, my thoughts, I'm just listening to my thoughts. This is all I'm going to do all day. What, what, what? And, and you know, yeah. but if it was the conversations with other folks who also had that same thought and just being like, Hey, I'm not, you're not alone. Like we're figuring this out together. Can, can we sit just a little bit longer? Can you just come back to your cushion tomorrow morning? Can you just, and just committing to ourselves and not abandoning ourselves, even when it gets hard, that's, I'm finding that's where the magic is. Yeah, I love that. Because when, when, when the pressure comes, like to lean into that pain rather than run into the old pattern or the old escape or distraction, to sit yeah. with the pain. And that, that is growing. If you were to change the word pain to growth, you know, like say I'm going through a painful patch, I'm going through a growth patch, you know, and growth is painful, like you know what I mean. But that's 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 kind of I think where we where we learn because otherwise, if I'm not if I'm constantly looking for distraction or constantly looking for you know getting lost in my kind of unhealthy behavior patterns, you know that that's me not growing through the pain. That's me just numbing it and putting a plaster over it, like you know. Yeah, definitely. And did you like? Did you were you, like? Were you always on this like well-being path for as long as you can remember? Or was there something that kind of triggered it to say to put you on this kind of path, this search or the search for being awoken or for awareness? Hmm. I grew up Christian, so I my parents, my mom particularly, took me to church every Sunday. And we were always praying. And it wasn't until I think I was nine and we went to a non-denominational church where I started actually believing in Jesus rather than the what I was being fed in church. And I, I had a relationship. I built a relationship with Jesus. And then I was like, wait, like y'all are telling me <laughs> that I am not fully Christian unless I tell other people to be exactly like me. Like, So I, I started questioning about all of that and and still realize like I have a, my own personal relationship with spirit like whatever Jesus represents I I hold him with so much love for what he did on this planet and what he represents but I know that I'm equal to him I'm not you know and I hope nobody listens to that thinking that I I don't think I'm god but I I think he was I think you're god <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody <laughs> but you know like after that I was like okay I'm gonna go be living somewhere else so I moved out and I moved to Washington DC and I started I lived right down the street from a meditation museum and I I kind of I was just curious so I went there and they had Jesus they had Shakti they had Shiva they had everyone everyone so I I was like, okay, I am kind of curious about this interfaith um, existence, this reality where everyone can exist equally and, you know, everybody has a different way to teach. And so then when I moved to California, my story is pretty crazy, but um, 
basically didn't have any money and didn't have a home. And, and I, I planned that. I was like, I'm just going to go to California and I'm going to do this. So for, after a week of kind of living a really <laughs> expanded and luxurious life randomly out of nowhere, I just met someone on the first day and they took me in. And uh, But it didn't feel so satisfying to my soul. And I knew I had come out for my spirit. Um, I left them and ended up losing my money because I left my money in a particular location. I have no idea where it was or else I would have went back and got it. Um, and then I Googled like spiritual work exchange and um, the the monastery came up and I really didn't know what I was signing up for. I just was like, okay, it's a farm. It's a spiritual place. People will talk to me about spiritual. I've always been into philosophy. And so anyone that wants to philosophize about things, I'm like, yes, let's talk about the real meaning of reality. And um, yeah, so I feel like the universe has always kind of directed me into these conversations, these environments because of, you know, I chose this human on purpose. I love that. Yeah. And like, what advice would you give to someone that's kind of trying to find that path? Like the guy that's in the office looking out the windows thinking, should he be working in a monastery? Or the monk that's working in the monastery looking out the church thinking, should he be working in an office? Like, you know, how, uh, yeah. how do you how do you know the, the journey that you're on is, is the right journey? Like, mm. That is a brilliant question to ask every day. Mm. I feel yeah. I feel such a calm actually hearing that question because when you're in conversation with yourself you will get an answer you know and mm. and yourself is the universe and the universe wants you to be in conversation and and mm, to be satisfied but always reaching for more the universe is always expanding and and so I guess the advice that I would say is do you feel, are you, are you numb or do you feel, are you feeling your life? Are you in your life or are you doing what others have told you to do? Are you feeling excited? Are you moved? Um, and, and, and coming back to those really special questions that aren't like, okay, so how am I going to make $500,000 this year? Or like none of those logistics are you, is your quality of life like high or is it? Are you feeling kind of down, but you got a goal and you're like, yeah, it's going to work out, but I don't really, I'm not even in my body today, you know? I love that, yeah. And like, if you can sit with yourself, like in, in just pure retreat, like, you know, in silence and meditation and listen and listen to what you're going to, as you said, the universe, you know, if you're in that enough meditation, that's all you find all you get direction from, like, you know what I mean? When I'm, when I'm at enough like when there's enough silence going on in in my head, that's when I start to get the right direction. That's when I start to get that bit of guidance and all that. Right, I'm on the right path or I'm not on the right path. Like you know, and um, yeah. I think a lot of the time, like pain and peace can be a good uh, disciplinarian as well. That if I'm doing things that I shouldn't be doing that aren't up to my values, a lot of the time I'll feel an inner sense of pain or an inner sense of. Uh, grief you know or sorrow but then when I'm doing things that's right and morally right and feels good uh, and uh, I do good then I feel good you know I get a mm -hmm. sense of peace from it you know and um, I, I, as you said as well as knowing 
no one like your motives right like if i'm going i need to earn 500 grand this year to impress you know my facebook followers mm-hmm. or to impress this girl i like or to um, get approval from my parents or mm-hmm. make make me look good on, on on instagram you know but they're all that that's all from like that stems from a low self-esteem you know yeah. rather than saying like what 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 is it actually I I want to do? What what feels right for me? Yeah. Am I am I living to my truth? Am I being true to myself? Yeah, um, and and being so compassionate to ourselves in this journey, you know, like if we want to make five hundred thousand to prove our parents' right, there's right there's a there's a goal. There's a hole actually in our soul, and and there's something missing that we need to be able to turn inward and be like, wow, um, why do I? What is my motive behind this? Why am I going for this? And often we'll find that it is these like, I want to impress someone. I want to, I want to get at this car. I want to, you know, buy this house. And it's, and when we can find that deeper why, that per- like why do I want to put it, make an imprint on this life? Like what, how, what imprint pact do I want to make on this life? You know, who is this for generations ahead? Like, you know, it's, it's thinking beyond our small selves. And I am still on this journey of letting go of my music and letting it be for the people ahead rather than like okay so this is what sells and this is like okay i need to be on social media this type of way to sell it it's like it's it's i'm finding the balance right now i'm being my honest authentic self and also being someone who can be marketed it's it's a it's a very interesting place to be in Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm being super compassionate with myself as i figure it out you know Mm -hmm. so just being soft. That is being being, being uh, like there's an you're saying like if you're gonna whip yourself, whip yourself with a feather. You mm. know, just to be kind to yourself and be compassionate and and to realize that we are only human. Like you know what I mean. That sometimes we we can be too hard on ourselves. Like that our, that inner perfectionist can come in and we can criticize ourselves and just not give ourselves a break. Like you know and uh, yeah. and to realize sometimes on a journey is always about discovering like you know what i mean sometimes you know like like we could be in a constant state of looking and maybe i'm meant to do this and maybe i'm meant to do that but sometimes it's just sitting with yourself and being Mm -hmm. at one with yourself and accepting yourself and accepting where you are and i suppose realizing that there's no mistakes in the universe you know you are where where you're meant to be and the people that cross paths with you are meant to be there and it's about finding the the message and things, you know, and being able mm-hmm. to say where I am is exactly where I'm meant to be, you know what I mean? And to, not to struggle or not to fight it, you know, but to, but to accept it, like, you know? Yeah, and and if you can't accept it, it's like, what, where, can you dance? <laughs> can you do something that brings you joy and then look back and say, okay, like, I... I really appreciated the drinking water when you're feeling anxious um, because when I'm feeling anxious, not just because I'm a singer, but they say that when you sing anything, you don't have to sound like a singer, um, but just singing like allows you to open your brain and open your, your throat chakra and like, I don't, 
everything that's working for you to be able to sing. It's just like allowing you to sing. So sing, dance, find a little bit of joy, go on a walk, hug a tree, you yeah. know, play with a pet. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, my cats have been giving me so much joy and, and it's like maybe yeah. from there. Yeah. See, my, my singing makes me happy, but it makes other people very unhappy. <laughs> what do you do with that dilemma? Um, do it in your shower. I'll be on the on the X Factor. But yeah, it's so true. It's, it's about finding what lights your soul on fire. Exactly. You know, if it's singing, if it's poetry, if it's hanging out with your pets, mm -hmm. if it's getting in the sea, if it's traveling, if mm -hmm. it's connecting with nature, hugging trees, you know, listening to music, you know, whatever. Whatever just makes you feel good on the inside, inside and out, you know, and, and using them things as a resource for making us happy, like, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. emerge yourself in them things, embrace them things, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, if you can do that for yourself, you can do that for the world. If you can find your peace, you can let others have their peace and also bring peace to the other people, you know? I feel like often we are so wound up and we're not letting ourselves take a nap even though we are so tired and and we want to do that but we have to get this goal and imagine if we just rested when our body said okay it's time to rest then you would look at another who's tired and you'd say hey go rest and that compassion would would open their heart you know like i can imagine a world where we are ah <sighs> awaken ourselves and resting in ourselves and knowing what's good for ourselves and giving ourselves full permission to be in our joy full permission to be in our rest you know and, and, and i think sometimes that we don't allow we don't sit with ourselves long enough to tell ourselves we're tired you know and a lot of time that you know anxiousness or exhaustion can come out show symptoms of anxiousness and some people the more anxious they are they go from a human being to a human doing and they just start doing a million more things that mm -hmm. to help ease the anxiousness but sometimes the anxiousness is just tiredness and and you know when we sit again mindfulness and meditation and you know, when we sit with ourselves long enough we can actually start to listen to our and connect with our bodies and our minds and listen to these signals like to say yeah. we do, like a good one that i heard before is halt like what does halt stand for it's hungry angry lonely tired you mm -hmm. know and sometimes when we feel off it's down to one of these four things and you know hungry being could be down to as well not only being hungry but eating really bad food all the time or mm -hmm. half eating food and you know just consuming like in bad food all the time you know and be, and then being angry it's just being frustrated with the world you know just being frustrated having no patience having no tolerance and blowing up at people constantly mm -hmm honking the horn in the traffic you know there's no way you can go around being a ball of anger and be at peace on the inside you know what i mean it's about what i suppose trying to be kind and, and compassionate to everyone around you and then the loneliness the loneliness for me you know straight away people think of loneliness they think of a connection with another person but for me loneliness for me, it was connection, connection with the universe and pure connections with other people. That when I feel lonely, it's not like, oh, I need to get into a relationship or I need to go and hang out with my friends because I've been in them things and still felt lonely. Mm -hmm. And so I think for me, addressing the lonely side of things is a pure connection, be it with nature, be it with the universe or be it with a, a, another person, but in, in a pure way, you know what I mean? That's not... Um, that's no not expectations. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, and and yeah, hundred percent. And then and then the last thing, tired, just learning to rest and and be with yourself and, re- and resting, like putting down the phone and just sitting down and turning off the mind and just being in the present moment. You know, them deep breaths as you talked about, relaxing the the nervous system. Because what people don't understand when you're on your phone, your brain is in your brain is in active mode. You know what I mean? Your brain is still using energy and it's consuming all this information. And your brain is a is a f- problem finder. So if you're looking on the news all the time, it's like, oh shit, this is gonna happen, that's gonna happen, bad news, bad news. Your brain's on 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 alert and it's releasing cortisol. And they say look I don't know if there's any science behind this, but I've read articles about, you know, cortisol being a stress hormone and this stress hormone being responsible for a load of ailments, like a load of physical problems that we get when we get older, like problems with our gut, like IBS and, you know, even 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 Alzheimer's dementia has been linked with, with stressful jobs, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. just learning to be able to kind of de-stress and sit with ourselves um, is, is, is a great way to... To just to, to to replenish ourselves, you know, as you said, napping mm-hmm. or just uh, yeah, to replenish the tired. So that, for me, that's one that's massive for me is the halt. You know, hungry, mm-hmm. angry, lonely, tired. I'm out when I feel off. I always make sure are them four things aligned. Like you know. Mm-hmm. I love that. That is so helpful. Yeah, we. It's it's also such an invitation to halt, <laughs> to pause. You know, um, so that's really really helpful. Yeah, I love that. And like, what, uh, what, what sort of things make you happy? Hmm. I love a deep river pool. <laughs> I love these. It looks like a mermaid pool, the river that I'm by. Um, and so I love taking a walk by the river. And uh, I really, 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 really love... Um, cooking like I love being able to create amazing vegetarian meals although I'm not vegetarian I am particular about the meat that I eat so just love being able to like change the ingredients or like yeah just making new meals out of things that seem like okay shepherd's pie is shepherd's pie but then you're like okay well what if I add some nuts in it um uh I really um my ancestors make me very happy when I'm in conversation with them um and just lighting a candle at my altar and just sitting and seeing like if there's any messages it's not like I hear them speak but I do feel them point me in a direction and that is very very helpful um I love my tarot cards to help me with that um singing obviously dancing i love finding new music i love love all kinds of music so um so, like if yeah. you if you were to jump in a time machine and go back 10 years and tell yourself all them things that make you happy that make you happy today what do you think you like you in the past would say if you were to say like the river the cooking your ancestors the tarot cards like i think she'd be like okay that's cool I'm going to go get drunk now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think she had to go through what she went through, which was like the best time of her lives with her best friends and drinking a lot. And, uh, but I also feel like I've 
she's always known that. Like I've always, my younger me has always gone to singing, always danced, always like loved praying, love like candles and setting a mood in my home and soft cloths. And, you know, I've, I've always loved that. And to know that I could do it for a living and to do it in my life as an everyday thing, I think she'd be really, really excited while also knowing that tonight we going out. <laughs> going out. Yeah. And it's mad. Like if you think back then, you probably probably would have been into all the them things, like the river, the tarot cards, you know, the cooking. Mm -hmm. But deep down, you know, I think at that age we're trying to impress the people around us. So we're terrified mm -hmm. to reveal the real us. You know, we're trying to play a character, put on the mask, you know, and it was the same. I was I was just drinking with the lads, trying to be the hard man. I didn't even want the lads to know the real type of music I was into because I'd be slagged, like, you know. Whereas I was just trying to play this this role all the time, you know, just to, to fit in and to be liked. And and I needed the alcohol on top of that to, to help me play this character because the alcohol right. melted away that fear and anxiety mm -hmm. that I felt. Because, and the, probably the reason I had that fear and anxiety was because it wasn't living to my values or to my own truth, you know what I mean? That was, mm -hmm. was so, like, I was just so desperate to be accepted and to be liked. Mm -hmm. That I be the real me, like, you know. Oh my gosh, I totally resonate with that. I mean, I was bullied most of my, like from sixth grade to ninth grade, most of my middle school. And I was overweight. I was not very stylish. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't really have friends in middle school. And I think going through that in high school, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be friends with who is cool. I'm going to just like find someone who likes me for me and I'm not going to give up on my weirdo self. And and I think there was still an element of having a mask on, like trying to be cool. But I, I was so weird. <laughs> I still am so weird. Um, and I find particular things funny that other people might not find funny, but my girlfriends always like made me feel super supported, made me feel like they were weird with me. And, and I think that is my, yeah, that was a gift that I, I'm just seeing now that I really didn't put on a mask until, yeah, until after high school when I had my first partner and like, I, re I realized that I didn't really know what I was doing and I was in college and I was like, wait, what, what, we're just going to get in debt, but I have to do these classes that I don't really want to do. And like, just like trying to do the thing that society wanted me to do. And it just wasn't working. And yeah, I just found it so exhausting, but yeah, that mask is definitely falling away day by day. So grateful to be able to just be who I am and just trust that who I am is enough. Literally wrote a song last night with that line. <laughs> oh, yeah, enough. Yeah, and another good one I heard, a good mantra is, I am good enough regardless, you know, mm -hmm. that yeah. when we're getting that self-doubt or that inner critic or that perfectionist is kicking in, just to say, I am good enough regardless, regardless mm -hmm. how much money I have or, how, or Beckham, you know, how much clothes I have or how many followers I have, or, you know, no matter your, what it is, you, you're good enough regardless, because there's only one version of you out there, and there's no one rocking exactly. you better than you at the moment, like, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly, yes. 
and rather than celebrating our uniqueness, we're, we're obsessed with constantly trying to be someone else or look some, somewhere else. And we feel there's mm. trying to look like the influencer or, you know, rather than just celebrating us and the, rather than looking on the inside, you know, mm. looking on the inside, looking on, sorry, rather than looking on the outside, mm-hmm. looking on the inside and see what, what actually makes Colm happy rather than looking at what makes like, the, the people of society happy or your parents mm-hmm. happy or, what your friends in school happy, whatever, but what actually makes you happy? You know what I mean? That yeah, if you spend yeah. enough time to be your own friend and be your own pal, that you'll discover that. You know, you'll discover yeah. what makes you happy. Like exactly. Exactly. There's a big there's a practice that I started a few years ago where like if I'm having thoughts that are like, oh you you don't have enough followers or you you're not you're not doing what you said you would do. You haven't hit that goal, whatever those self-doubt thoughts, self-depreciating thoughts would come in. And I would be, I just say to myself, I'm right here. We're just, we're going to do this. Hey, I'm right here. I'm not abandoning you. We're going to do this. I believe in you. And just having those conversations with ourselves are, it's so special to my heart. Like, it's like, it's like parenting ourselves, you know, it's like being able to be our own mother, our own father our own sister our own friend and just remembering that the people who change this world are the weirdos are the ones who are like i have this idea that's different than everyone else and i'm going to believe in myself enough to just say who i am is so special so unique so different i'm just going to try it you know what's the best thing that could happen what's the worst thing that could happen you know like you know just imagining the best thing happening and realizing the worst is not that bad <laughs> yeah it's so true isn't it um and i think that's what when we've been through the worst we, we, like you, you only appreciate the sun when you've been through the rain and then then after time you realize there's no good or bad in life it's just our perception it's just how we label things you know what I mean? That I'm having a terrible morning. Yeah, but only because you've said it, you're having a terrible morning. When I start to label things and and have expectations on things, it's not the person that let me down or my performance that let me down or the the society that let me down. It was my expectations, you know. And look, like, I don't mean that in a real morbid way. Like, no, no one's letting me down. Like society, my society's not letting me down. But what I'm trying to say is that. When I, when I have expectations on things, mm-hmm. then I'm putting conditions on things. Then all of a sudden, my happiness has a condition that I can only be happy if A, B, and C are, is met. But if that's not met, then I, I'm not being happy. Like, oh, this guy, you, I, look, I used to have this belief that when I was on the way into work, there was this green light at the end of my neighborhood. And uh, or over in Ireland, we say stay. And and if that was green when I was leaving, I was going to have a great day. And I just said, oh, I'm going to have a great day today because I got this green light. But if mm-hmm. I was leaving, I got that red light and I had to stop. I, com- I was convinced oh, I'm going to have a terrible day. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Because I had that mindset, you know, naturally, you know, I was, go- I was stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was stuck in the coffee shop queue for too long. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was making like mistakes at work. You know, those people just rub me up the wrong way. You know, like all the negative things that can happen. Like, and then when I got the green light, all the positive things happen. And what I discovered it was just my mindset that mm-hmm. if I can just have a positive mindset and and manifest public positivity, 
that all these positive things start happening because my tonal vision all of a sudden is changing. And what it is, is like, say if me and you are sitting down now and we're going to think about buying this white Jeep, say, and next thing we go out onto the road and what's, what do we notice? The amount of white Jeeps driving around, is it going, are they always there? No, it's because I'm now focused on um, a different level. And so if I'm focused on positivity, I'll start, um, I'll start reeling that into my life. Like, you know what I mean? I'll start, mm-hmm. I, I'll start, like, I'll start bringing that into my life if I'm constantly focusing on it. But if I'm waking up saying I'm going to have a bad day and this is bad and, and then putting expectations on things mm-hmm. and, you know, so if, if I live humbly and if I live without expectation, I, I live better, like I live happier and I'm just being grateful for the simple things, being obsessively grateful for the simple things in life. Mm-hmm. And I I totally agree. I, I'm, you reminded me of all the things that I've, like all the ways that manifestation has come in my life and like how, how sweet and divine and like kind of, I feel like the human being is a magnet and we are whatever I strongly believe we are not our thoughts. We are not the, the passing words that pass through our mind. Um, and yet they feel so real. Right. And so can we allow the part of it that is real to be shifted to direct us to the thing that actually brings us joy. So like it, I, I started really small on my manifestation journey. I would be like, okay, I'm going to see like a butterfly. And then I would forget about it. And then I would see a butterfly and be like, oh, I did it. <laughs> and then I would celebrate that little win. And then I would work bigger and bigger and bigger and just be like, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to meet someone who's going to change my whatever. And I, sometimes I go specific. Sometimes I go general. But just to what you're talking about, like positive mindset, you can actually really alter your reality by being uh, playful with what you want to create, like journaling about it, talking about it as if you already have it. Just just that that interaction, like not 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 numbing out, not being a passenger seat in your own life, but that kind of being in the driver's seat and being like, okay, I'm going to mold my reality. It's going to be a good day. You know what? Oh, that just happened? That stunk? Okay, but that doesn't mean that the day's bad. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. You know, just talking with yourself, you got to be your own cheerleader. You know, you got to be the person that really believes in your your success because if you don't believe in yourself, you really are believing in failure. I love that. Be your own cheerleader. Yeah, believe in your own success. And like, what what's some advice you can give to someone that wants to like, like manifest that positivity in their life, you know, because I remember hearing someone say, you know, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, you know, and um, having like, as you said, they're having like that positive, positive mindset, you know, if we, if we change my mind, they'll change my life. Well, I, I would say the first thing that came up when you said that is pay attention to who you're around, you know, who we speak to, who we spend a lot of time with, they really influence us. And so if you are around people who complain all the time, you're going to complain. It's going to feel so easy to complain. Yeah. But if you're around people, like if you're listening, I, <laughs> I'm i surrounded by amazing people, right? But I still go to YouTube and still listen to podcasts and that are all about motivation and inspirational and like always, always, always immersing my ears and my brain into um, people who just really 
are full of integrity, full of character, and about what they say and do what they they say and believe in. Um, and so I would I would pay attention to what you intake, what you're watching, what your 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 the conversations around the dinner table are. Like, stop watching the news. The news is not real. <laughs> Media is really just trying to get a, a little reaction out of us and um yeah so paying attention to what you intake and start start having um a moment with yourself where you tell yourself your thoughts aren't your real like i don't I, these thoughts aren't real and, and it's not to like dissociate or be like okay that's not me i'm not gonna but it's more like they aren't who i am that's not who i am who i am is unspeakable, unfathomable, untouchable. I can't, who we are to the core of who we are is like blank. It's big. I, I, even to say blank is to put too many words on it. It's, it's so important to go neutral so that you can allow yourself to go positive. I love that. Yeah. It's okay. Whoever we immerse ourselves with, like, you know what I mean? Um, you know, having just good vibes constantly around us, you know, good people and, you know, good listen to good content, you know, as you said, the podcast and the YouTube uh, videos. But do, do you ever feel like when you're feeling low and you just want to give out a bitch about life, like, do you ever feel like you do, you get like, you immerse yourself with them moany people or listen to like negative things like the news when you're feeling on a lower energy? Or what advice would you give to someone that's on that lower energy? Like, because naturally, Sometimes we can just get days when we wake up and yeah. we are feeling a bit lower, like the normal. So I have practiced enough to know when I'm feeling low that I need to move. Like yesterday was a low evening for me. Um, and I felt myself just want to freeze in anxiety. And I knew I had to dance. Like I knew I had to get up. But so I would say earlier in my my journey, I I would definitely give myself five minutes to vent <laughs> five minutes to just like blah, 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 i can't believe blah, 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 what the heck blah, blah, blah. <laughs> i would just go off and it, it's actually something i learned in hawaii a few years ago um where you just give yourself they do three minutes but i give myself five <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah you're yeah, aiming for that marathon yeah <laughs> right 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 maybe now i'll do three but I, I really give myself that time to just unleash and be like, okay, after five minutes, okay, what am I going to do about it? Like, I need to come back to it. I can't get stuck in it. You know, it really, that magnetism that we are as human beings, um, it, it feels like an, a door that if I open that door to negativity for too long, I, f I can, I know the universe will give me something else to be negative about. So if I allow myself to be negative, to, to and I don't, I don't even want to say negative. I want to just feel the the pain or the challenge in this moment, because um, net pain is not negative, right? We're we're still learning from pain. We're still learning from sadness, you know. Um, but if I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling low or feeling depressed or feeling exhausted and like uh, hopeless often i feel hopeless especially during this covid time right i i i give myself permission to feel the pain i give myself permission to feel what's going on and if i need to watch a sad movie i'm down you know if i need i but i would never turn the, to the news that doesn't that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't do it for me <laughs> 
I don't hope that answers the question. It's yeah, it's more well, about like giving yourself that space to yeah. feel what you're feeling. Yeah, I love that. Feel exactly what you're feeling and don't deny it. You know, if you're feeling love, watch a sad film. You know, watch the notebook of Marley and me, you know. <laughs> watch something that will bring up a few tears and you know, what whatever it may be, like, you know what I mean? Rather than denying how you're feeling, you know, uh-huh. and to sit with it. And we're naturally gonna get them low days and I love what you said there about de stressing and venting and yes. you know scream. Yeah, go, like I do that. Stop. have them de-stressors like I know I I do some boxing and uh, Mm -hmm. you know I find that a great way to de-stress or running or swimming you know Mm -hmm. and or doing weights you know and rather than turn it into aggression you know the aggression I suppose that you can channel it in a healthy way you know what I mean rather than letting it build up and then we're like the exploding doormat you know where we completely overreact to something minuscule in our lives and and then we feel crap because I know for me personally that anger doesn't suit me that I just can't get angry and get away with it. Like I can't get angry and then just sleep well that night. You know, I I I just don't do anger. Like I don't do confrontations and I you know, and because it just don't suit me. I'm just allergic to them, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just an energy that I don't want and I try and avoid. But know? anger isn't bad. I feel like we as a society have been taught that like anger is something scary, but I think rage is scary. But anger, if you're feeling angry, it just means your boundaries have been crossed and you feel passionate about that, you know? And so allowing ourselves to feel anger is also a gift too. It's like, it's, it's, don't sit in it, you know? I, I think of, do you know Muji? The... No, but like, what I meant was like, when I have like, a, say an out and out argument with someone, like, mm-hmm. a, like a total argument or a, a shitty, I send someone a shitty ah, okay. or uh-huh. a shitty text message out of rage and anger, you know, mm-hmm. where I just refrain from, from, from right. venting at people. Like that's, that's yes. what I mean when I say anger, like naturally every anger and, you know, I'm assertive, I'm, I'm direct, I can be very direct, you know, mm-hmm. but I just, when I say anger, I mean more like, not getting into confrontations with other human beings, you know what I mean? Or shaking mm. my fist at, at, um, mm. at the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, Muji, um, he's an amazing spiritual teacher. He's Jamaican, but lives in Portugal and he's like India based. He's on a divine spiritual teacher. He's lots of things on YouTube. I would totally listen to him. Um, okay. But it's M-O-O-J-I. And he talks about how he often gets angry. Like someone was like, well, I feel so angry. And he was, he was asking a question. And he's like, I don't know what to do with my anger. Muji, how do you never get angry? He's like, no, I feel angry. I feel angry for the things that how people could do this in the world. And he spoke about George Floyd and being murdered in the United States. And, and feeling your anger allows you to find what you don't tolerate, what what is yeah. not what is not in alignment with who you are, you know, and so yeah. you, even I mean I think about before I was active and before I was able to like get up when I felt hopelessness or sadness, like I think even before that, like can you just hold yourself? Can you just talk with yourself and say, hey, it's gonna be okay. I don't know when, I don't know how, but we got this. We're here for a reason. And that talking you talking yourself down, like maybe you go on a walk, but 
definitely want to make sure that there's, because I, for one, am someone who's, who has been through a lot and can sometimes have that trauma come back up. And, and in those overwhelming moments, I don't want to go for a run and I don't want to go for a swim and I don't want to like do anything active. I literally just want it to be okay that I'm sad. I want it to be okay that I feel hopeless. I want it to, I want to find hope in my hopelessness, you know? And, and so that just that going back to the compassion thing, like if you don't feel like going for, don't feel like doing anything, hug yourself, you know, like find some way to give yourself love. I love that, you know, and you you come across as someone that has very, very positive and very caring and self-supportive inner dialogue, you know, that you're you're at peace with, with your mind, like, you know, you're, you're so self kind of driven, but at the same time, you're very kind to yourself, like, you know what I mean? Like you talk about being your own cheerleader and, mm-hmm. and telling yourself, yeah, we got this, this is going to be okay, I'm not sure how, but we got this. Like, how, how did you develop that kind of sort of inner dialogue? I was at the monastery and I, okay, so there's this beautiful practice of um, delivering the food to the monks when they're sitting. And so you're in silence. Um, it's everybody's facing you inward and they're sitting on these tons. They're in meditation posture. And they're not supposed to be watching you really, but they are, you know, it's 40 people in this um, temple. And so I was on the serving team and I remember feeling nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, everyone, everyone is, everyone's watching me. (laughs) And I remember like hearing that voice and being like, hey, it's okay. And I kind of was like, whoa, oh my gosh, I have control over the voice inside of my head. And ever since that moment, I've just been like, hey, you know, like if I hear that, because those those self-doubt, self-depreciating thoughts are, you know, habit. They're from like zero to seven-year-old um, people who spoke around me, right? They're not my thoughts. Um, so they're habitual thoughts. So if I can look at those habitual thoughts and override it with my present, my conscious thought, um, I... Yeah, I just realized that there was magic in that. So I just started talking to myself more. And I remember talking to my Zen teacher and I was like, hey, I just cried last night and I told myself it was going to be okay. And he was like, that's exactly what we're trying to teach here. That's exactly what we, we want you to just be aware of who you are and hold yourself. You know, and so ever since hearing that and being encouraged in that, I was like, okay, I'm going to just keep practicing this. I'm just going to keep with myself and not abandon myself. I love that, yeah. Like so, to becoming your own best friend, mm-hmm. like and allowing yourself to feel and allowing yourself to be human, like you know, and uh, yeah, that, that's beautiful. Like and you, and to develop that, like to go go on the journey that you went through, like and you've to to, to, to come out of that with such a healthy and positive perspective. You know, you definitely class that as a massive success. Like you're definitely on, you're definitely a successful life. Like, mm, thank you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's powerful. Yeah, it's it's a journey. You know, mm. I want to talk directly to the people that are having a hard time. I don't know how is Ireland for with COVID. I don't know anything. Uh, like Ireland, like we 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 went through a lockdown. Everything was locked down. 
for like three months and then we took it up everything got okay then we went in then we went into like normal gyms opened up hairdressers uh, bars um things like that but then like the, the cases went back up again and everything was was locked down again and um yeah and, and then and now recently a few weeks ago it's reopened again and mm. um yeah, so it's gone from lockdown to not lockdown. But in Ireland, man, I don't know if it's from the people that I've been hanging around with or the circles I'm in or the communities that I'm in, but they seem to be handling it very well. Like, you know, mm. that, mm. Um, you know, and that's why I think it's a great thing about the, the lockdown as well is that it's, it's universal. Like, everywhere you go mm-hmm. in the world right now, everyone's experiencing the same sort of thing. Like, this, yeah. like this this uh, profound change of routine and structure and in, in, in across all the whole of society something that's that's unprecedented like you know something that you'd, you'd never see at this level like yeah. usually the government had their thing like know what's going on but to see the doubt even in the government that they don't know you know kind of it stirs the kind of British where well, everything like nothing uh, nothing is permanent like you know nothing is guaranteed and I, th- I think yeah. on a universal level to have that kind of awoken a lot of people to realise well, right, nothing is guaranteed like everything's yeah. permanent but um a lot of the people that I've been hanging around with kind of, you know, lo- um, looked for the next right thing to do, you know, kept the right foot forward and said, right, kind of get into, as you shared about cooking, get into sea swimming, exercising, mm-hmm. you know, don't get me wrong, there was the negative side of it, like, you know, a lot of people affected, impacted their mental health, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people turned to drinking drugs and, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is sad to see that there was a lot of people that were impacted by it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and not not to mention the obviously the the, the, the deaths as well, like, you know, and the constantly refreshing people refreshing the news and mm-hmm. you know, but um it was it, it was it's it's but personally I think it's like this profound change that happened universally. You know that everyone is on. We're all in the same boat, like you know, in terms of everyone was impacted by this at every corner of the world right now, and that's what I think is so profound about it that everybody was impacted somehow by this thing. Right, and how that impact? Yeah, exactly what you're saying. Some people are are like, okay, I'm gonna meditate. I'm gonna take care of myself. What? And I'm so bored that I'm gonna get spiritual. And then some other people are like. I need to drink like what another day inside the house, you know, I, it's, it's a very challenging, interesting growth full time right now. And I think the best, I mean, for me in particular, I, it's like, I, I feel like this teaching, the teaching of this time is to be okay with uncertainty and to be, or not even to be okay just like realize that everything is uncertain and and how that's such an invitation to the universe to like be like hey you never knew what was going to happen this whole time you know um and so yeah very very that's the word i was looking for uncertainty Mm -hmm. but i I heard someone say you know there's four things that people are going to aim to come out with this lockdown either a monk a chunk a hunk or a drunk Oh goodness, that's <laughs> perfect. That's actually so accurate. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, sorry, go ahead. No, I I'm just feeling 
so grateful to have experienced all the sides. You know, I, I being black in the United States during this time and having the uprisings happen and, and like being such a spiritual being that doesn't identify completely with her body. I'm like, what you think I'm black, but I'm really not even a body, <laughs> you know? And it's, it's so, it's so interesting, right? To have all of this happening at once, you know? And like what on, pur how on purpose that is, like to make sure that people are aware of the things that they might not be aware of, like beyond just their personal lives. Like how are you affecting the, your neighbor? How are you affecting your, your country? How, you know, and knowing that we are so interconnected now, seeing how we are really just living on one planet and how we are brothers and sisters and non-binary siblings. Like we are all relatives and, and this world is small. Come, how, we met in Indonesia, you know, like. Yeah, and how, the what, right. And so just, uh, yeah, if, if the world, when the world allows for travel again, I'm looking forward to getting back out there and, and remembering how different yeah, cultures are. Ireland and you can get in the sea. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm definitely coming to Ireland. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. About the sea. Um, is it warm in the summer? <laughs> no, it's freezing. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, we'll think about that one. <laughs> Do you know Wim Hof? But, um, yeah, Wim Hof. Yeah, I, I follow his stuff a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you're reminding me of him because I was just listening to a podcast he was on. And he was like, "We're so comfortable in our our heated houses and our heated blankets and our hot tea. Like, no, just get into the cold, take a cold shower every day." Just be outside in the cold, barefoot, and like not only does that regulate our body so much more, it's just like keeps our heart like going. Like it, somehow it keeps it. I mean, I feel like you know more, but just I'm really inspired by you reminding me to be in the cold. This is a sign. Yeah, it is, and it, just to get that uh, get that connection um, with the cold. Yeah, it's crazy. But just what you were saying with like, like all the events going on at the moment, it's great just to be present in everything. Like just profound history happening in the last year alone. And just to be present in all that. Like, you know, it's so easy to kind of want to run away from it. But like this is this like we look back at this year, it's just been this crazy year, profound year. Like label anything you want, but a big year of change and a year that probably never happen again. Um, just the events that unfolded and, and it's gonna be and just to be present in what happened, like you know. Mm -hmm. And if we make this, since we will make this, but just know, like if <sighs> this year is almost over, and I'm praying that 2021 is a little bit smoother, a little bit nicer, a little bit easier. Um, but I feel like after experiencing this year, I'm like, okay, I could do anything. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. So true. Oh, this 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 chat really benefited me. It's a, it's a very fresh air. Mm. You know, thank you so, so much. And yeah, it is. It's crazy how uh, how we just met in, in the board in Bali, uh, just mm -hmm. sat down and had a conversation like this and just got it just got deep quick <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, had to have these chats with people and that's what I love when um you know good good vibes attract good tribes, you know, when you're mm -hmm. able to have like these real talks and just keep it real, like and you know, it's, it's a beautiful place to be, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm so grateful we met that night. Were we eating fruit? Was I in my like fruit? Yeah, I, I, yes. I went up to the local supermarket and I love all the fruit. I cannot remember the name of the fruit. I need to Google the, the fruit. Yeah, that's the one. Yes, and and the dragon fruit. And it was yes. all these amazing. And I just kept going to show. I bought like so much fruit. And I was just there. Do you want to try some fruit? And the two of us just started talking. And uh, yeah. yeah, we, oh, I missed the that. Fruit. Ireland, all we have are potatoes. Like, that's not Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's, that's the gift right that's like i feel like that's so symbolic of what we're doing we're eating such good fruit from the land we're giving fruit to the land by speaking yeah. and sharing our experiences in such a, a sweet and honest way you know um so i'm so grateful for this this conversation this day i know it's evening over there for you um so grateful for you Thank look, Dina. Thanks a million for coming on, and make sure you check out Dina's stuff on uh, on Spotify. And uh, Dina, stay in touch, and I'll definitely see you in Ireland sometime, or I might see you in California. Woohoo! Come on over. Have a great day. See you. Bless. Bye. 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 Bye.